Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 102 of your favourite Formula 1 show. We're back once again the second time this week with a more knowing wheel. Yes, we survived the winter. It's race week. It's Friday. Bahrain practice by the time this video goes live has probably already started. Of course, I'm joined by the fastest go-karter in the north of the UK. It's Jamie183. How, how are we doing, mate? Is that so? I mean, maybe. You like to claim I'll it. I'll take it. Uh, it probably is true, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I'm here. I've recently had a victory, maybe two weeks ago now, at go-karting. Uh, me and Matt have never actually raced, but I think I'd beat him. It's so. because you're like five foot six, though. Uh, five foot nine. Oh, it's nine. basically five Definitely six. <laughs> <laughs> you should, yes. We should actually arrange a race. We, we will. Well, point. Knowing Wheel is going to go go-karting at some point. Let us know where yeah. we should go uh, down in the comments below. But of course, as always, you know, if you're new around here, uh, make sure you check out the links down in the description. You know, we, we upload this on Spotify. We upload this on Apple Podcasts. We even upload it on YouTube if you want to see our faces that this morning are looking very, very tired. It must be said. But Jamie... Bahrain Grand Prix this weekend. Then we've got a few different things to go through, haven't we? Of course, you know, a little bit of news uh, coming off hot off the press recently. Of course, I'm sure, as always is the case, we recorded this show quite early on Thursday morning. Uh, so there will be some crazy news that will happen before Friday afternoon. So I'm going to go out on a limb and try and guess that it's been confirmed that Lance Stroll won't be competing this weekend. Yeah, I reckon that's true. So, we're, yeah, we're recording pre-media day. So, Stroll will probably miss. Uh, I'm going to say someone will probably get cancelled for saying something against the FIA's political stance and therefore will get in loads of trouble. But uh, mostly from Twitter, they'll get cancelled in that sense. So, yeah, we shall see. But it's, it's going to be a big day of F1 media. Um, <laughs> And F1 weekend generally, very excited. Yes, I must admit, it is really, you know, the winter, like we said, has been far too long, of course. We mentioned uh, in Tuesday's episode uh, by obviously Lance Stroll not uh, potentially not competing this weekend. Like we said, you know, it's probably quite a big risk, but, you know, we're, we're still hyping up Ashton Martin. Of course, like I said, you know, I've always been, you know, a big Lance, uh, not, not been Lance Stroll, sorry, a big Fernando Alonso Damn, fan. See, that's a too much of a stretch. Even for me, I can't lie that much. Uh, <laughs> I've always been a big Fernando Alonso fan. You guys know me, the resident Alonso supporter on the channel. But I'm intrigued to see, Jamie, of course, depending on where Aston Martin are, how well do we think Drogovic will do? Because there's a, there's a small part of me that really wants to say that he'll be closer to Alonso in qualifying than Stroll will be in, like, the first seven qualifying sessions. It, it wouldn't surprise me. You kind of see if quite often when people step in last minute, they, the pressure's off, so they've almost got nothing to lose. So I think he wouldn't beat Alonso no, in qualifying, no, no. I think it's safe to say. But... Uh, I would back him for a non-Q1 exit. Okay. Which, for a for a driver in the midfield on his debut, is quite that, impressive. That would be very good going uh, by uh, Felipe Drogovic there. I mean, I think he deserves a shot. I don't, you know, he obviously dominated Formula 2 last year. You know, we spoke, uh, obviously, a lot about that last year, of course. You know, in a very, very weird dominant campaign of just kind of everyone else had things that went wrong and Drogovic was always there or thereabouts. 
Uh, we did want to do a quick mention, of course, of F2 as we look in towards 2023. Now, we, we did discuss like, trying to do, you know, a show each week, things like that. Um, you know, a little sort of 15-minute segment around Formula 2. But sadly, uh, Jamie is not going to be watching it properly this year. He's got this... I'll, I'll try and watch it as much as he's possible. He's got this thing called work. I, I haven't really heard of it anymore. Yeah. Um, but Jamie... <laughs> What's this thing called a job? I don't know. Jamie, <laughs> tell me, first of all, who your champion of Formula 2 this year is going to be. And second, who's going to be the highest ranking rookie? I actually want to start with the highest rookie. Okay. Because I don't want to be boring with champion. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to be the boring option or not. Um... But for highest rookie, I'm also not going to be boring. And I will actually say Zane Maloney. That is quite a boring option, to be honest, Jamie, because that was one of really? my two that I was going to say. Well, I was, that was him or Hadjar, and I thought Maloney would probably win out. Oh, well, that wasn't my other one, to be fair. Yeah, so he's my he's my rookie of the year, highest placed rookie. Champion, I don't want to just say... Uh, what's his face? Teo, Teo Porcher, but... Uh, you know what? I won't. I will instead say. Are we, are we saying Choo Choo? Fred Vesti. Oh, okay. Fred Vesti. Fred Vesti. Indeed, he took a massive step forward throughout last year's campaign. So now he's at Prima, he could kick on. He could. Whether he will or there not is a different question. Yeah, it, it's a really weird year, F two. There's a lot of good drivers, but no one like. Leclerc, Russell kind of level. So it's, I feel like it'll be quite open. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, there is literally Leclerc in Formula 2 this year, but I yeah. don't think either <laughs> of us rate him particularly highly. I think, honestly, this year is probably going to be quite telling for him. You know, was one of the oldest drivers in F3. You know, once Jay Hughes finally binned it off. Um, but <laughs> Arthur Leclerc, I think, is going to be interesting with Dams this year, of course, alongside Ayumu Owasa. Um Obviously, he's a rookie. Uh, Awasa obviously isn't. But, I mean, there's there's a few other rookies sort of kicking around. Like, you know, like you mentioned, obviously, Zane Maloney, he's one to really watch uh, this year as well. Uh, Oliver Behrman, I'll, I'll go on a limb and say he is actually my pick to finish best of the rookies. Uh, partly because I think, you know, he is a fantastic driver. Partly because he's commented mm. on some of my TikToks before. And partly because he's with <laughs> Premer as well. And, of course, they are still yeah. an incredibly strong team. Uh, looking down the rest of the order, though, you know, there's there's a few other ones. You know, Isaac Hadjar as well. I still remember watching uh, the Italian GPF3 race. You know, he was gutted when he bottled that qualifying run that really did basically end his championship hopes. Um, but there aren't a lot of other rookies sort of kicking around, are there? Of course, we mentioned Leclerc. Um, uh, Brad Benavides, I'm pretty certain as well, has never raced in Formula yeah, 2. Roman Stanek, <coughs> I don't think has either. No, but of course, no. There's a lot of like you kind of see every year the top eight or so, at least six or seven of them from F3 do come yeah. up. Um, but you kind of want to focus on the top few, so that's why we think Maloney, Behrman, Hadjar will be the ones to watch. Yeah, really. and obviously Jack Crawford as well, um, who I just yeah. missed out there. I think you know he is a big talent to watch out for as well in the future. You know, I think we, we've spoken before, haven't we, about, you know, Alpha Tauri, of course, you know, whether we're going to see Yuki Sonoda potentially being ousted at the end of this year. Um, so I think, you know, Formula 2 this year is going to be very, very exciting to watch, even if it's just for seeing which of the Red Bull Juniors uh, does quite well. But I'm going to say then, I'm going to say Oli Behrman as my Rookie of the Year, and I am going to potentially go with a boring option, and I'm going to say Teo Pochette finally is going to get the break he needs, and he's going to walk away with that crown. 
And I completely get that you don't want to say that because you're worried he's going to replace Joe. I think it's in Joe's hands already. So if Joe has a like, capable season again, he probably won't lose that seat. You reckon? Okay. Yeah, I do. I think we see very often F2 champions take a year out. There's no reason why Porsche couldn't do that. Fair enough. Fair so. enough. Of course, we, we just mentioned Alpha Tower. I'm going to try and do a slick cutaway back to Formula 1 there, Jamie. Um, this week, of course, it's been confirmed that the team is not looking to be sold. So probably between now and this podcast going live, Alpha Tauri <laughs> will be renamed to McDonald's Andretti Formula One team or something. Yeah, maybe back to Minardi. Um, you just want to see Stoddart we... <laughs> back, don't you? You've got like I such do. a desire for Stoddart. His interview before US 2005. Well, during US 2005, yeah. During, yeah, <laughs> on the formation lap. Um, yeah, I think F1 teams or any big corporations really only address rumours and dismiss rumours when there's some truth yeah, behind someone's them. someone's already so, in the process of paying. Yeah. I do kind of think there's no smoke without fire, and it wouldn't surprise me if there is a, uh, a sale of AlphaTauri in the next year or so, certainly. I'm not convinced um, it would be that would be... soon, unless Andretti are really knocking on the door. Yeah, yeah. It would be a shame, I think, for them, but They've had a good run. Uh, it's a bit so, weird, isn't it? I guess they're still here. you know, we've yeah. always spoke... Whenever we talk about Alvataria, we sound like a broken record at this point, but we always say they're a bizarre team because, obviously, they're not designed to win. But, that being said, it has often been a team that has created a lot of excitement in the sport solely for the fact they can take risks with their drivers. Yeah, and they've bought us some of the best drivers of their generation. Oh, well, near enough half because, the grid have driven for AlphaTauri or yeah, Toro Rosso at some yeah. point. Well, the likes of like Verstappen, obviously, Sebastian Vettel. Uh, you've got Scott Speed in there as well. So Interesting three to combine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they are a team where the pressure is really high and you kind of sink or swim. And that's why you get the likes of Verstappen, Sainz, Vettel all of the I can't remember uh, Gasly if you want to be generous put him in that group <laughs> um, yeah they're a really they're quite an interesting team it's just it's weird seeing a team basically run as an academy in the full time pinnacle of support yeah yeah so um, but I think you know there's there's still these rumours in there of course I guess it just complicates things with the Ford deal uh, because personally if, if, if I had to choose still I'd be thinking that Honda would be eyeing them up um, but of course, if Ford have already said, you know, they're probably going to be working with Alpha Tauri, but then again, you know, things can change very, very quickly. That could all change. That was just a press release, really. Yeah, wasn't I it? think my still gut instinct is if Alpha Tauri does go, it's going to kind of become like a half Honda team. Um, yeah, again. I think that as well. But well. We'll wait and see about that. I think the other problem, of course, is, you know, if they go back to Honda, then there's a very real possibility that we could then lose the team in the future. Um, yeah, because Honda really have a hot and cold relationship with Formula they 1. have such an on off love so, affair it is utterly yeah. utterly bizarre um, but shall we look then Jamie do we do we fancy doing if we got any other F1 news or do you want to jump in with your quiz this week oh I thought you meant I was doing like I was hosting the quiz then I definitely no I've got a quiz ready to but go. yeah let's go into that okay Jamie so okay for those of you that it's too early for this I haven't had a for those yet. of you that watched throughout the winter <laughs> Of course, I actually did a Bahrain GP quiz for Jamie about three, four weeks ago, and I asked him every winner of the Bahrain Grand Prix. This one is going to be slightly tougher for you, good sir. So, from 2022 running backwards, I want you to tell me 
every pole sitter of the Bahrain Grand Prix. Oh, that's a bit more difficult. It is. It is. So 2022, Leclerc. 2021. Oh, sorry. So quickly as well, of course. Once you get one wrong, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So those two are correct. 22, 22 Leclerc. 21 Verstappen. 20 Lewis Hamilton. I was thinking, was it the fake layout? But no, it was the real layout. Uh, 19 Leclerc. 18. Oh, that's tough. It was one of the Mercedes or it was Vettel. Who I think it was Vettel. He had Correct. at the start of the year, didn't he? Seventeen was Bottas, the debut pole for Mercedes. Sixteen Hamilton, then he threw away the start. Correct. Fifteen also Hamilton. Correct. Fourteen. Hamilton. Oh, I'm sorry, my friend. Was it not? It was Nico Rosberg. Really? However, Jamie, I, I was quite confident. I about will that. give you a chance to buy yourself back into this game. Okay. You all you've got to do is tell me which two pole sitters of the Bahrain Grand Prix and which year it was did not finish on the podium. Only ever happened twice as the pole sitter in Bahrain not walked away with a trophy. Oh, I was going to say the Toyota then, but he did finish on the podium in '09. Um, oh, so twenty ten. But do you want the yes, year and the driver? That's happened. And the 20, driver. Twenty ten. Vettel was Correct. on pole and had a uh, some sort yep. of failure and finished fourth. Ooh, what would the other one be? Oh, twenty twelve was really weird, but I don't think it was that. Oh, it was probably twenty thirteen because the Mercedes couldn't do tire wear. I'd, which Mercedes would it have been though? I will say it was Rocket correct. 2013. Smashed oh, so it. Right, so you've already got 2013 <laughs> correct then as well. So let's keep going backwards then, Jamie. You brought yourself okay, back into 2012 this game. was yep. Seb Vettel. 11 didn't yep. happen. 10 I've said yep. it was Vettel. 09 yep. Trulli. <laughs> Sorry, it gets difficult. 08 probably a Ferrari. Um, I would go. I would go Massa. Incorrect. I'm afraid. Oh, it was right. Nope. Then, wasn't it? Oh, it was nope. Hamilton. No. What? Oh, Robert yes. Kubica. What a clown! I should have got that. Got that. Disappointing, Jamie. But I was very impressed that you got yourself back into the game. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. That that was good going though. Obviously, you got all the way back to 2009. So 13 years of correct predictions. I'll take it. My Bahrain knowledge is going to be way more trained than the rest exactly. of the great races exactly. after these two quizzes in the last yes. four weeks. Yeah, but I mean, speaking though, Jamie, of pole positions and podiums and winners of the Bahrain Grand Prix, are we bringing it back? 2023? Oh, absolutely. Our own mini predictions. You're going to get rinsed I'm going to get again. rinsed again. Yep. So, of course, I think, are we, are we keeping the stakes the same? Yeah. Loser sure. has to put a tweet out from the winner. Um, of course, for those of you that don't know how this works, every single race weekend when we do a pre-show, what we do is we guess pole position and our podium. Now, if you get it bang on, you get two points. If you get the driver on the podium, but you get them in the wrong place, you get one point. 
So, of course, well, six points available. Uh, sorry, eight points available most weekends. Ten available on a sprint weekend. There's a very real possibility that someone could walk away this season, Jamie, with well over 100 points. Well over 200 points, even, sorry. Well, I think I averaged about four or five. Yes, you were a big last nerd year. last year and you got incredibly lucky. I get it. I understand. <laughs> Pole position, Indeed. top three, Bahrain Grand Prix. Give them to me. I, I kind of want you to go. No, 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 I'm going first. Okay. Um, Max Verstappen will get pole position. Okay. <laughs> there might be a theme throughout the 23 races this I year. Start to see how you beat me last year. Uh, race winner will be Max Verstappen. The second place driver. <laughs> I'm going to be so boring. We'll be searching yep. for S. <laughs> and third place will be. Come on, Jamie, say it. Say Fernando Alonso. Do it. I really want to say Do Fernando. It. I'll say Charles. Oh, Leclerc. you're so boring. <laughs> I'm so you're boring. So boring. <laughs> I w- it was a toss up then between Leclerc and Alonso, to be honest. <laughs> so, so boring. Right, I'm going to. Right, so apparently then I've got to keep this interesting, just like last year. No, Jamie, try and win. Jamie didn't get the memo. Stay in there at the But start. if I try and win, I just guess the same as you for the first 20 races of yeah. the year and then go all out <laughs> in the final three. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to change it up, though, Jamie. Charles Leclerc, Paul. Interesting. Max Verstappen. Charles Leclerc. Fernando. No. Go for it. No. Um, I can't believe. Am I really going to do this? Fernando. No. Felipe No. Hamilton third. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it once just to kick off the year. I may as well have a bit of hopium coming in. Well, to be fair, he he did get a podium he did, last exactly. year with a car that was he rubbish, did exactly. So. I I don't know why, but I'm expecting something to happen between Sainz and Perez. That's kind of. I just think Sainz be rubbish. Uh, that's that's why I didn't even consider fair him. Fair enough. Um, Jamie, it's a start of a new Formula One season, and that means one very. Very exciting thing. F1 Fantasy is back, people. Now, I've hyped this up. I wanted to get thousands of you in, and so far we're only at 400 teams. So get yourself on F1 Fantasy. I actually haven't. haven't Not even Jamie has joined the league yet. That's just how bad things are going early on. All right, I'm in. You're in. Brilliant. We're up to 424 teams. Come on, people. Get yourself involved. (laughs) F1 Fantasy is back once again. I know a lot of people got bored of it last year, but still... We want to believe. They've added lots of the new rules. They have shifts, added loads of new meals and rules. It's going to be incredible in 2023. Now, Jamie, to be honest, we have kind of already half gone through our teams uh, before this weekend. But who is on? Who has made it to the 183 roster? Actually, is that what your team's called? Uh, it's called Taking the Piastra. Fair enough. So that is my team name. I thought long and hard uh, about that. So we have... The turbo, sorry, not the turbo. What's it called now? The DRS open. Let's just call it turbo, still, please. Uh, Max Verstappen. Okay. Because for some weird reason they've changed the rules, so you can you can turbo anyone, anyone you like. Even though it made last year way more exciting, the fact you couldn't turbo one yeah. of the big six, or you could, but it was Perez yeah. or Sainz. So, yeah, I've got Max Verstappen in the roster with the turbo on him. Uh, next to him, Fernando Alonso on a crusade for the third championship. Uh, we then have Sergio three? Perez. We have Sergio Perez alongside him with Valtteri Bottas 
to make up the numbers because he's obviously going to finish top six because it's Bahrain and it's Alfa Romeo. And Pierre Gasly in my fifth place. So that's kind of, yeah, a bit. My, my thought process was pick the best driver to captain, which is my thought yeah. process for FPL as well. Uh, pick Fernando Alonso because he's going to be ridiculous. Is that value. also your plan in FPL? Pick Alonso? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, pick Valtteri Bottas because uh, he's also ridiculous value. And then the teams, I just picked one good one, which is Ferrari, and one really good value one, which is Aston Martin. Um, and then I kind of had two spaces to fill with Perez and Gasly. So I went for a good midfield option in Gasly and someone who's going to finish second every week in Sergio Perez. Fair enough. Fair enough. There we go. Um, I mean, I've, we've, we've kept this quite boring, to be honest, because my team is almost identical to Jamie's, uh, as we've discussed prior. <laughs> I've also got Verstappen, I've also got Perez, I've also got Gasly, and I've also got Alonso, as well as Aston Martin. However... I thought Bottas would be the obvious one to go for. I've mixed yeah. it up slightly, because Jamie won 8-3, I have put Red Bull in my team. Mm, I, I wished I could have well I put Red Bull in with Nico Elkenberg so good. I like that also caveat uh, he's not in my team um, because he's not on the grid anymore but my team is incredibly subject to change I am a sweat I will absolutely change it after free practice Jamie will and then he'll make sure to text me two minutes into qualifying two minutes after, after, <laughs> after going did you change your fantasy and then I get annoyed every single week it's just it's just textbook. It's absolute fantasy heritage. It's just annoying, is what it is. To be completely honest, um, well, I've, I've got I've got three teams though, do. Jamie. I mean, I'll quickly obviously I've, we we only really focus on the big one, um, but I, I have come up with a couple of other teams that I think will be quite interesting to follow throughout this year. I have got my risky team of Leclerc, Hamilton, Verstappen, Alonso, Gasly, Aston Martin, and Williams, and then I that doesn't sound that risky. It's fairly risky, of course, because I'm hoping Aston oh, Martin top and Williams. Heavy with the drivers. Yeah. I've basically, well, actually, what I've got there is my podium uh, from Bahrain. So perhaps I'll just keep changing yeah. that each week uh, with who I think is going to scroll the podium. And then my other team, I, again, I think I've tried to do it quite seriously because I've got Rebel Aston Martin, Verstappen, Leclerc, Alonso, Ulkenberg, and Zhou Guanyu. So that's basically the Jamie 183 fan club uh, down there on my third team. Yeah. I like that. Good, good. I do hope so. That would be my Jamie 183 what, have you Have you thought of an interesting team? Uh, no, I haven't. I can't think of interesting team names, so I've got Matt 212 Team 1, Matt 212 Team 2, and Matt 212 Team 3, because I'm excited. That is, that is it shocking. is pretty damn shocking, I won't lie. Um, is there anything else to go through, though, Jamie? We've kind of smashed through it, haven't we, Bahrain Preview? We have. We've done very, very well. We um, this... I'm not sure in what capacity I'll be able to watch qualifying slash the race yet. Okay. Um, yeah, it may be a podcast where I'm like, I didn't actually watch this, but... On, on Monday or on Tuesday, sorry. Uh, I should be able to listen to some of it. So there okay, you go. fair enough. That's always reassuring then. So we've got a podcast where only half yeah. the people know what they're talking about. <laughs> I will absolutely watch it back yeah. as much good, as I good. can. Good, good. Well, I think there we go then. We've, we've wrapped it up nice and tidy. Of course, these little Friday, Friday preview shows are meant to be shorter episodes. You know, just to quench your knowing wheel first, if you will. But thank you all so much for listening as always if you have enjoyed please do make sure you leave a like get yourself subscribed as course. follow us on all our various social media as well we're going to try and be a lot more active with it over the course of this year but jamie as always it's been a pleasure and i'm sure i well i'll speak to you after free practice three when you text me about f1 fantasy <laughs> um but yeah we will be back on tuesday 
with more knowing wheel to discuss how Felipe Drogovic won his first ever Grand Prix. 